recently on aboard the Opal Star. The crew finally was able to leave Paragon Industries and return to their careful journey to a hideout. Vi and Spectra discussed some of the possible causes of their bounty problem. Spectra shared what she got from the vault, which was a lead connected to a missing long-dead friend of hers, and the mystery behind his disappearance. Ferda and Anima worked on improving some armor, and Vi got a message from her mentor about the disappearance of the Hala family. They don't know where that is. Alright. Well, broad spectrum. Broad spectrum, yes, but... So, Alliance. Yes, but did we tell them in the Alliance? We just said that you were not staying at Uncle Freddy's house for a while. Yes, Freddy. Federation. It's a really bad pun. It's probably about the worst pun that we possibly could have made. I'm not going there. (laughs) (laughs) Abomination. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Sorry, Alexis isn't sure where to go from here with that. (laughs) Alright, so they know you're not in the Federation. Yes. That's still a lot of space that may or may not be inhabited. Yes. I'm assuming they're heading to one of his safe houses. Alright. Because, of course, he was if he has an escape route, he has a place to go after he escapes. That's kind of his thing. We had, like, five different safe houses in... What's the, the home planet for Federation? <laughs> I don't know. I need a name for a home planet. The planet where the most government would be. Uh, mm, hang on. Here's one that's a good planet name, but also sounds dumb, so I won't mind not using it for anything else ever. Ooh. Ooh, that's... Is that... Can I ask for a reroll on that? <laughs> I can find another planet. <laughs> How about Demidium? That sounds good. Okay, it's an actual planet name. Nice. Back on Demidium, we had about five different safe houses on the planet itself. He had a whole database that he kept with him of other places that he had reserved or saved or had favors he could pull. I never looked really far into it. I mean, I think there was once time when we were visiting a relatively problematic planet kind of hostile to the federation when we had to go into hiding and all of the federation safe houses were compromised so that's kind of when i figured found out that he had extra safe houses floating around but aside from that he has it's kind of a pastime of his to collect back routes secret passageways Yeah. I think the best description for what he was doing was uh, finding his freedom. And so that was what his pastime was, was find out all of the ways that he could actually get away from what he was doing. Get away from his position as general in the Federation? Away from all of the guns that are pointed at whoever's sitting in the position of general. And he really does not trust the Federation's own systems for safety. Yeah, that's fair. So probably because he's the one of the few people that knows the systems and is like, mm, yeah. Mm-mm. He's looked at them and he's like, "Excuse me, why is that the cut budget cut? What are you talking about?" Also, where did security for this thing go? It just how like how do you lose that many people at one time? They just gone. 
You just doing it on purpose? Are you trying to kill people? That's real problematic, bro. That's real problematic. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, he has his own safe mm. houses. <laughs> and it does. That's one of those. That has become more and more a thing that he's just like, I don't like this. Yes. Also, there might have been a time or two where he would just shut down someone within the Federation's idea because, like, no, dude, that's dumb. And then something unfortunate happens. He's just like, yeah, that's... I'm being targeted by my own government. Great. Or maybe not the whole one, but it's like, yeah, no, I don't... The good thing is he's several steps ahead since it's a pastime of his. It's not a continuous work thing. So in his free time, he's like, hmm, I wonder what would be a good spot that nobody would notice on Alpha Centauri. Hmm, hey, look at that. There's a nice, like, cave there that we could build a little shelter in. He's like a doomsday prepper, but with more resources. I imagine he and C along well. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> he probably would get along well. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Alright. Okay, Ferda, so you don't really know where they are specifically. There's just different areas. No. But I do know that if he's started to implement all of the resources that he's been saving up for this, one, they're safe. They're probably very safe. Two, he yeah, has contacts. Immediately connected to them. Yeah, he has contacts and influence throughout this web that he's been building. So... If they need to communicate us with us, I'm assuming that there's a safe way to do it. I mean, so far they only have the way to my account, and so if that gets compromised, then there is no way. Although... Yeah, but I, he can probably find us, especially me. <laughs> not hard to find, apparently. I mean, once, whenever you're not hiding anymore, because there's a hit out on you. Well, not quite a hit. There's a difference between finding somebody in a physical crowd and sending a text to them, right? Yeah. If you have their number, you can go contact them. Like, that's a thing. Yeah. I mean, but would they keep their numbers, though, as part of this escape route? I'm assuming there's a safe way to do so, but that is not public knowledge. They will find a way. Yes. And you, especially with your knowledge of hacking and stuff, should definitely be aware of all of the methods that he uses, without a doubt. He does a bunch of stuff I have no idea about, strategically speaking. Ferda, hacking and planning escape routes are two different skill sets. You do understand this, yes? Yes. I mean in the uh, elements of specific discrete communication. That is relatively universal. Especially if you're trying to do all this stuff behind an entire government's back. Yeah. Hmm. Alright, so should I not have my mentor try to help get them out of the Federation then, or...? I would say that your mentor might have some challenges finding them at this point. Yeah. When did you get that message? Two days ago? No, or, I got it... Or, okay, you got the message today. Yeah, when did got you it get today. The... Okay, earlier today. And the mom message was would have been like last night, I think. Well, like because um, time like time differences, it would have coincided. There are with no time the zones. Night before universal time. Well, there, but there's also your like day night cycles are different in a completely different part. The continuous streamline of time 
eight hours ago was when this message was received. Yes, eight hours yes. by everybody's standard. Yes. He's probably already very hard to find. Mother hopefully is not is listening and is not communicating much. Though she sent you a message, so that <laughs> that sounds like she's making her own decisions there. Relatively hard to find. I would start looking not at the house anymore. Yeah. If if he wanted to go find them and help him out. I just had this weird thought. Would the mentor and her father know each other? Not a thought I had considered before now, but now that I'm talking mm-hmm. about this being a pastime of his. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I have no idea about who this mentor is, so I have no way of knowing. I'm imagining your dad would have many false identities that he uses to communicate with his underground contacts. They don't know they're talking to the general always, or at least with some of them. That would make sense. So there's a possibility, maybe a distant connection. Your mentor probably wouldn't realize that he's talking to a general, but there might have been some stuff together. Okay. Because I would imagine they're somewhere in the same generation. Now I'm wondering if your mentor might have asked her dad about certain things he's helping research with. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be sure how she feels about that. Me. He wasn't very invested. He was walking on a a really thin rope there being married to somebody who wasn't human. So... Him being a double agent would be really problematic and probably not high on his priority. He probably asked. I don't know if he answered. He probably asked. Well, it's not necessarily. Uh, you know what thing I'm talking things. about, right? Do I? Yeah. The, the way back, yeah. The, the, the yeah. thing. The thing, yeah. Yeah, the thing, the thing dealing with the nightmare, yeah. That, yes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't ask. I. I I mean, I don't know. I don't even know if Z would talk in specifics about that enough. Probably not. Probably like, yeah, I, I don't I don't think so. I imagine that they compartmentalize what they do very, very hard. So if yeah, there is so, a connection, they might be aware, but we're never gonna know. Yeah, like may, might have asked like a question about a detail connected to the thing. But yeah. not enough for there's going to be a realization of things. Yeah, no. Please no Unless realization of things. things are explained. Yeah, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> also, he's not going to be in the Federation anymore, so it's fine. And I imagine most of his men that have been visibly in contact with him for Verda's dad are also going to just disappear. And then the others are going to scatter and not know anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no father going into hide and hide and seek mode is also including like 50 or 60 different government officials also just being out of existence because he's not going to be selfish enough to be like okay all of y'all stay there i'm running away he's going to be like everybody out the game's the game's over we're, we're done <laughs> which i'm sure will settle very well with the rest of the government but he's not worried about that that's that's yeah worries Anyways, uh, in response to what your uh, mentor should do, I would imagine that they have some idea of trying to find him, but I will say that he has been putting a lot of work into, well, basically his pastime. He really enjoys finding his way out of this, and this is like the perfect test for him. 
part of me wonders if a big reason why he stayed where he was was for fair enough. And I was like, oh, you're gone. Peace, I'm out. He's like, oh. One, oh, she's fine because she made a new music video. And he can tell immediately, <laughs> right? He's number one fan. Well, yes, he's number one fan. Number two fan is very high up there, but he is number one fan. <laughs> he's like, oh, cool. She's fine. Federation thinks she's gone. So she's gone to the big other option, I'm assuming. Judging from all of the technology that we can see here, she's not like out in the middle of nowhere. Good resources. All right, she's cool. We out. <laughs> Peace. Just fades into the bushes. <laughs> it's like that meme with the deed. Mm-hmm. And he just fades out. Yeah. <laughs> or Homer peeking out of the bushes. A direct recommendation for your mentor might be something like see if you can find the secret ways out of the house. Because clearly the Federation was not did not make their way out. All of that furniture that's still there is definitely bugged. I have messed around with it, and um, I might have learned a bit of electronics by accidentally bumping over a couple of things and having them pop open and see electronics inside and mess with them. So, yeah. Might be a secret route out. Bugged by your dad or bugged by the government? Bugged by the government, provided by the government. There was definitely a bill on, on the government tax record of replacing bugs broken by children. But yes, uh, he should have some way out of the house that is not necessarily available to everybody. I'm assuming that your mentor is going to have the skills necessary to find whatever that is. But I can't promise that that way out leads directly to anything that means anything. It's probably just a way to get behind the people watching so he could get into the next secret route and then the next secret route and the next secret route. Big thing was not making any of the exit points connected to anything else. So it's really hard to trail. I would say either try to find the secret route, which is going to be hard, or wait until more noise surfaces. After eight hours, a a big thing that he mentioned to me was the importance of making sure that he was out of the gravity well within an hour of needing to to pull the escape chute, so he could already be well on his way to the the Alliance. If he knows where the Alliance is is like that's part of my concern that they're gonna try to go into a direction instead of going like into the alliance they go into open space as a general for the federation i assume he knows where the alliance is does he know about the alliance yeah I don't think Fair would have ever suspected that he knew about life outside of the Federation, but that's because she didn't know there was a whole universe outside of the Federation. That was kind of the whole game. Yeah. I I imagine by now that she's definitely like, yeah, he he knew. He knew. Thinking back, yeah, he knew. Like, oh, honey, you're going to be fine. She's like thinking back to like paintings that were on the walls and stuff like that. And she's like... That was so specific, I thought it was custom custom stuff. But as we've been walking around this this joint, I've seen cheap paintings up that are just, like, stuff that we have around the house. So that, this man has, this man was hiding a bunch of shit. And perhaps a couple of times, it's like, congratulations on the successful release. And you're like, I got, like, four downloads and two of them were you and mom. And then, like, he stops for a second and says, exactly, two more people are listening to it. It's great. <laughs> I'm fair to explain so she's like yeah I'm pretty sure yeah in retrospect I am fairly confident of his ability to get to where he wants to go and do so quiet 
And now we also have a good explanation of why Farida is like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I guess I will ask them uh, if I will reply to your mother asking if they need, um, I don't know, if they want help finding you, I guess, or... I'm not sure if that account would exist anymore. The, okay, the one that Farida's mom replied to? Yeah, because like, it goes around the time of this period. I don't know if it exists anymore. Uh, Alright. It's 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 kind of when you have had a Facebook conversation with someone and they're blocking you, you can still see the conversation, but you can't see them anymore. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. <laughs> it's All a right. thing. Alright. As far as how to find them... The White Lotus is awfully specific, don't you think? I mean, you used lotuses in your work, so... Yeah, but I picked that up from them. I mean, I could see if Z could, I don't know, try to research it if you think the exact plant means something. She, like, stops and, like, pulls out her little computer thingamajig and just pulls up a bunch of images of the lotuses that she's using. You recognize, you've seen this gallery before. It's where she kind of pulls reference images for all the different pictures that she uses. Okay. It's right, this one. And she grabs a constellation of a lotus. Do you think this is real? It's not any constellation that you can see from Federation space. I thought that somebody had just made it up. Yeah, you can definitely look it up. You can ask the computer. I'm sure there's a computer terminal in there that has access to all of the stuff. Mm-hmm. And constellations are a matter of perspective. So you can basically only see them from one fixed point, or a relatively fixed point. Also, there's the question of how long the lotus has been a family thing. A lot. And which side of the family it came from. is just like, that, okay, if the only hint they're giving is a white lotus, that's really specific. Like, that's really specific. What shall I roll to go search? Roll plus computers and uh, answer the, which side of the family does the lotus come from? Your mom or your dad? It was repeated often by her mom, but I think the first time she saw it was from her dad. When she was very young, like, she was given a little small, like, model of a lotus encased in glass kind of thing. So you have, like, a glass ball and there's, like, a little lotus inside of it. And she was like, oh, that's pretty. But then her mother, like, kept on hammering it, you know, the way that in the 90s parents would hammer phone numbers into children's heads so that if they ever got lost, they could just be like, just call that phone number, you can find us. That kind of thing. She's just like, oh, that that's that's a really on-brand thing for you, that Lotus. Okay. It was a 20-plus something. You're looking it up on the computer, and you have no trouble finding it. How are you going about researching this? Google image search. <laughs> okay. It takes a second, and you are able to find it on the Alliance side. You figure if it was something only seen as visible in the Federation, it wouldn't pop up. And when you do more digging, you find there is one planet that it is best visible from. Ondas. Ondas. The Promethean homeworld. Neat. Ah, that's... that would make a lot of sense. It was once known as Calaris Five, home to a community, a hu- small human colony. And had a bunch of mining facilities, and then a crucible was discovered nearby. And one thing led to another, and that led to the birth of 
Prometheans. The more you know. Wow. Okay. Um, that's a lot. Um, I'm gonna save that tab for later. The history of Prometheans. Okay. Neat. And it probably like lists a side of the planet, like cities that it's best visible from. But right. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Okay. And then I go down the list of the other constellations visible from that planet, and I'm like, oh, hey, look at that. It's like the entire mythology. <laughs> okay, that explains a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> My backstory is being filled in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, your mom's Promethean at some point. <laughs> Someone in her backstory. Ooh, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. So it's your dad uses it, but that's kind of where it came from. And he's like, Oh yeah, no one's gonna know this. At least no one in the like, no one in the government would be able to put this together. No, it's so it's such a narrow, specific thing to put together constellation. Hold up, hold up. I've seen this thing. <laughs> Digs it out of her old pile of, of pictures. I thought this was a fake. Yeah. No, I dig it. Okay. Well, I was not expecting that, but also... Okay, cool. We have a general direction. Yeah, but we have no way of contacting them. So we have to wait for them to contact us, assuming that it would still... Either their ways of contacting us would still work, but yes. Though they can try, definitely. Once they get into the Lance space. I'm sure if he can't find a way, he can find someone who can. Yeah. He's more about the networking than the actual breaking of laws, but through that sense, he might be able to find access to somebody who can do the necessary tricks to find whoever needs to be bound. Probably not putting a bounty on us, though. That's different. That's problematic. Yeah, especially because you weren't included in the bounty, and it's still not your actual face that's included in the bounty, so... Also, at this point, you've probably been made aware that Trigger has not called any hits on you, but there are a couple people who have. I mean, I would assume so. We've ruined a lot of people so far. Technically only two, <laughs> but yes. Well, we busted some people's elbows. We we messed some oh, people yeah, up at the trade port. We messed some people up at a different bar. The trade port was Scorpio, but yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if y'all have actually done anything enough to make people want to kill you, but... Depends on how vengeful they were. It really does. I'm sure that the guy whose arm I tore in half would probably want something to say with a piece of metal, but... Maybe not quite your head on a platter. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a little excessive. Again, depends on how much of a narcissist they are. Fair enough. Fair enough. Though, as a henchman, I don't know if they'd be able to make it very far if they were that narcissistic. They would probably end up with their own head on a platter, actually. (laughs) Well, depending on who they were working for. As you all are talking about this, you get a ping and it's a message from Spectra saying, stay where you are and open the private comms. Ferda reaches behind her ear, grabs heads and flicks him at the, at the door button and locks the door. <laughs> and he just... He just kind of yo-yos him out and flings him back. Yeah, I'm just kind of picturing his little arms flail out. It's like wiggling as he's like frisbeeing through the air. 
Yeah. <laughs> Smack. Like. <laughs> Door shut. She's already on her computer, so she just pulls up the private comms and starts mo- moving slowly over to the pile of armor plating for Anima's suit that she has left in a corner. <laughs> Picks up a piece and is like, "Yes, Captain." <laughs> starts hooking yeah. up pieces onto Anima. Okay. Tali noticed there is a defunct escape pod floating nearby. We've determined there's no one close enough to answer. They're sending a distress signal, so we're going to pick them up, and Tali's going to be the only point of contact. Whoever that is is going to run out of air soon, and there's not much over here. Apparently there was an incident on their ship, and they got ejected, and, well, there was a jump going on. So... We're going to give them a ride to a nearby shuttle port where they will be able to get somewhere else. But stay where you are. Tali's going to be their main point of contact and then put them somewhere where the less they know, the better, but we can't leave them. Wait, wouldn't it be better to do... I have two questions. One, what ship did this come from? And what ship are they saying they came from? Two... What is their ballistic trajectory? Since it's an escape pod, they probably haven't changed their direction from where they came. Three, how many life forms are on that pod? And are they humanoid? There, this is only one, can't quite tell species, but they're definitely humanoid. Where they're floating, they're not going to encounter anything, and it's running out of energy. I think they've been adrift for a while, and it's. They said they were on the merchant ship. Okay, is that merchant ship in line with that lab that we were just at? No, there's no connection. It's with the agricultural company. It's not that I don't trust you, but also I'm paranoid. And she's going to start <laughs> searching up and doing her own checks on what the captain has just said. Spectra, wouldn't it be better if we had Maria or Ty or Lex be the main contact with them, since Tally is also on the hit, as well as you at this point? That's a good point. I will have Ty be the one to meet them then. The fewer people they're in contact with, the better. Current plan is we're going to put them in the quarantine room because they're probably not doing particularly well, and that way we will also be able to keep them better contained. Just stay in the room you're in until we get them situated, and I will let you know when it's okay to move about. Then don't use the intercoms. Isn't there a way to provide them with oxygen without necessarily bringing on the, them onto the ship? And I'm pretty sure we can tow them. It's a possibility, but there's no telling what damage has been done. Well, they could tell. And we could look. We aren't close enough to know for sure, but just in case we do need to bring them on, I'm recommending to stay in the room. Oh, I mean, I'm, I have no problem with that. I have a problem with bringing them onto this ship, considering that this ship could be uh, something that people are looking for, too. We certainly don't want it to be chosen. So far, they just have the old docking number, which uh, which we are no longer using. But don't worry, we've had to go into hiding before, and I'm taking precautions. Just letting you know that we need you to stay where you are for a minute until we know how we're going to handle this. Spectra, wouldn't it also be a good idea to have our AI keep an eye on them while they're in the ship? So that way we can better know where they are. Our AI keeps an eye on where everyone is in the ship. Not an active eye, but it's always aware of where people are in the ship. 
I mean, like, if they go out of a certain area. Also, if they're locked in the quarantine room, they shouldn't be able to get out, because that's part of quarantine. Exactly. Which, Anima, you know that very well. Yes. Real quickly, Farida is going to pull up said AI and ask it a question. How many lifeforms are on the ship right before we pick anybody up? She's doing this before it matters. It just pops up a little map and show, like it shows you like a layout of the ship of all the different levels. There's a little dot with names for everyone. Count, 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 count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight is what I'm thinking Nine? of right now. Nine? For everyone okay. is accounted for. Because it's just three of you, Maria, Spectra, Ty, and Lex. Andrew and Daria. Tally? Yeah, Andrew and Daria. So nine. Yes. Nine. Yeah. Okay. And how many are on the escape pod? One. One. And from most of the reads, the, sy- the systems are starting to fail. Looks like it got ejected some time ago, and they've been floating, sending out distress signals, like, please, God, someone pick me up, someone pick me up. I mean, that's great and all, but we can tow them. <laughs> Farida maintains, we can tow them. Bringing them on board? Unnecessary. But fair enough, if we act odd, then they'll bring up questions or any or things, like, after we get them down. I mean, I feel like it would be fairly standard procedure to not just immediately bring randos onto your ship. Well, naturally, there are scans and so forth, but depending on the state of the pod, we may need to bring them on just because we don't want to risk them. Oh, I, fair enough. Let's failing. find out if that's the case. <laughs> Let's not just pull them on. Let's find out if they need to be brought on, then do that. You act like we have no security precautions on this ship. Would you rather me assume that the security precautions always work? Or would you rather me care about the security precautions and make sure this ship is okay? I understand that, yes. But also, I, I'm not new to this. I mean, obviously. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I just think that the AI should let us know if they have to leave, like, quarantine if they somehow are able to. That when they do, the AI doesn't necessarily raise an alarm, but lets uh, everyone else on the ship, the, the people who are here already, know about it. We can either move or take different precautions. Nell already knows to keep track of them. Okay. Am I wrong to be distrusting? <laughs> Technically, there's not necessarily blind trust for those on the ship. Advice. Defense. Defense. (laughs) Both of you, calm down. I'm sure the captain knows what she's doing. Oh, absolutely. And quarantine should not be able to be opened from the inside. That's part of what quarantine means. Okay? Second of all, I'm sure there are all of the precautions that are going to be taken. And if their ship has been damaged... In some way, the pod, we're going to have to bring them on. We're not going to let them... Oh, was the pod itself damaged? I thought they were the ones that... No, the, the pod had sustained some damage, and it's, they, they've been adrift for a while. If they've been adrift for a while, they're losing energy. We're not going to let them die in the vacuum of space because we're paranoid for our own lives. It's one person. There are nine of us. Oh, absolutely not. I never insinuated that. Uh, the first thing I asked was, is there a way to get oxygen to them from outside? And to, prov- to provide assistance without necessarily having to leave our little cocoon. 
then we get that's when we got distracted into the I'm sure everybody's making the correct decision, which is fine. The follow-up would have been, if we need to, then sure, we can bring him on. And I'm totally cool with that. But we never got to that point. I don't have any intention on just letting them die either, if they need help. I just... No, never. Yeah, like no. That. No. no. Wasn't... I would just no. um, rather everyone, I guess, talk about different precautions that we may want to take beforehand. That's all. But yes, no, we can definitely bring them forward. Also, I think at this point, Spectra has just shut down the comms, and there's a note saying, we're getting close, going radio silent as a precaution, so communications can't be intercepted. She knows how to be paranoid. Like, if she has a safe house that cannot be traced back to her in any way, with very fancy security. Y'all have issues, guys. I'm playing the part of the player which is supposed to be paranoid whenever things are seeming to go okay or work perfectly or we're assuming that this is going to be fine. I'm not saying it's going to be fine. Mine's just paranoid. (laughs) One of these days you'll learn not everyone in the universe wants to kill you or sell you. It's happened enough. (laughs) It it doesn't take all of them. It takes one. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, Faradub moved along from this conversation a long time ago. Yes, bring him on. Do whatever needs to be done. You say that to the closed communications channel. Oh, yes. you need to say that. <laughs> There's just like a little radio silence that will resume when they're when they're secure. There's all your, all your armor back. Uh... So, what do y'all do? Faradub takes off the exosuit. Interesting. I will refer back to this at some point. Anima, your thing looks like it's relatively good. We can do more visual mods on it later, as you'd like. But now it should be functional. Functional is good. Thinking we should maybe not do any sort of um, research or contacting people outside of, even outside of the ship right now in case they try to get a signal from us. Nap time. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to take a nap right now. But uh, if you, if you, if either of you want, I will keep watches. In a manner of speaking. Oh, well, I can't do anything else right now. I mean, y'all can still find something to work on in there. It's probably about fifteen to twenty minutes later. You get a message saying that the pod was secured. It was not structurally safe enough for them to leave the person on there. It turns out it was a it was a Volna. Ty has tended to them in the quarantine room and then left them in there with some food. He will take them some food, other food around dinner. But they were very sure that the only person this person saw was Ty. And they're secure, so you are free to move about the ship as you so desire. It's lunchtime, if anyone's hungry. I think Vi would send a message to her mentor sort of just explaining um, that, yeah, that she talked to Farida more about it. We're pretty sure we know where they're going. The White Lotus is actually a constellation in Alliance space, and it can be seen from the Promethean homeworld. So that's more likely, most likely where they're going. So the house, unless you'd like to go through it, 
to try to find like exactly where they left from is probably yeah there's no reason to really look for it yeah so he's just like yeah if they're good i'm gonna go it's like do some of my own contingencies also i like this guy <laughs> yes farida said this is a sort of hobby of his are things getting worse on your end not particularly, but I would rather move before they do. Right. Some people are getting agitated from not having answers in relation to this investigation that's going on. Not picking up anything new, but they are making a show of things. Mm. I may have asked you this before, but uh, as far as you can see, has the Federation found out anything more about me? Not from what I can tell, they've... Some of the alerts we set up on some of your rabbit tails have triggered, but they don't seem to be digging too deep. Hmm, alright. I'm assuming that y'all would have definitely set up rabbit trails for things. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't your idea, he he probably would have suggested it. Yeah, he probably would have suggested it. Alright. Alright, I'll let you know if there are more developments. Gotcha. I'm gonna get ready to dis- disappear. Talk to you later, kid. Alright. Bye, Alright, then yeah, I'll go to lunch. After that. I'm guessing Anima is also joining for lunch. Mm-hmm. Anything anyone wants to talk about or ask about over lunch? Maria is still in her room. Dismantling a criminal enterprise takes some, takes some time. Well, I guess I'll ask. Ty, did you find anything out about our Valna guest? Her name is Sash Fleetfoot. From what I can tell, she was doing some work with the company's freighter she was on, and there were some mechanical mishaps, and that's how she ended up stranded. It was an older freighter, so the comms got a little fried, and that's why she wasn't able to reach out to the ship directly. She's been stranded for a few days. Not entirely sure how long, It's, but it's a little hard to keep track when you don't have the day-night light system that we have on, our, on the bigger ships. Mm-hmm. She looked pre- pretty malnourished, so that fits with being on there for a couple of days. I've got her secure in the quarantine pay, and Nell's keeping an eye on her. Alright. Anything else anyone wants to talk about or ask about? Not particularly. Imagine there's some updates on the situation. Maria's still trying to narrow down who Trigger might be, as well as looking into some of the other people who are trying to get in on the situation. It's it's not great. Oh, Vi. Hmm? For your conspiracy board. I thought about someone else that I interacted with at the circus. It was an Ashen mm-hmm. Forge craft table, and I told them that I was having memory issues, and they told me that was unusual. It's probably unrelated, but it's someone I talked to. Alright. It's, not- it's worth noting down. Does anyone else have any ideas as to what... Oh! Does anyone remember anything about, like, the staff? With Sinrath as well? Like, the, what was, there was a bartender and a waiter. Does. Alessandra and Max? Yeah. Okay. Max, you probably definitely got in trouble for what y'all did. Yeah. 
I just didn't think Vi would know those names. I wrote them down, but I didn't think Vi would know, so that's why. Farida could probably have communicated those names. She made a point okay. of asking. Okay. What about them? I don't know. I... I'm not fully sure if this bounty is um, because of Sinrith directly, or one of his associates, or maybe a third party. I, I just I wanted to see what um, I want to try to get as much information as possible to tell what's going on. Inspector's gonna reply. Maria is still trying to decrypt some of his more protected information on like such as communicators and people he's worked with, but as far as we can tell, it doesn't look like he's been moving any money, or we haven't been able to track anything, but then again, there are some things that are done on servers where you can't really track it, and yeah. we don't have access to that kind of information. Mm. I do want to say he's the only person that we've really pissed off. That's true. Yes. I mean, we did annoy the um, the owner of that mining operation, but... Oh, he would never path. do anything like this. No. He, we may not be the best of friends, but he spent time on the Reverie. He would not do this. Not the people he knew were on my crew, and I don't even think he knows your faces. Because no. he never actually saw anyone. The only person he knew was yeah. on the ship would have been Spectra. Yeah. And oh. he just recently got added to it. No, I was thinking of people we've upset. <laughs> yeah. Not. They may not necessarily have put the price on us because we upset them, though. Yes, that's true. Because whoever this person is, they want information, not our death. Well, at least not before getting. That may just mean not death until after the information is given, but yes. Who's the person that's asking? Is that what Maria's trying to find? Yes, she's trying to figure out who Trigger is. Maria has been able to certify it doesn't look like Trigger himself posted the reward. They probably got someone else to do it. So that's making it harder to pin down who they are. Feel free to tell me if this is a dumb idea, but is there any merit to considering just turning ourselves in? That way we could at least try and meet them on our own terms. Potentially. But there's also no telling what will happen after they meet us. True. I guess the better question is, what does the delivery of the information look like? Yeah, Can we steal that bounty, for example? I don't know. We don't have a direct way to find that out, but Maria does have her newest hire. There has to be a way to turn it in, or else there would be no way for people to try to collect the bounty. Yes, but it's not just open to random people on the internet that was posted to certain areas for the bounty hunters. None of us has access to that. Yes, and we see it, so we are, we are privy to that information, because we have seen the bounty. Yes. And Maria has someone who would be able to respond in a way that they don't just think we're random people on the internet trying to get in on whatever's going on. It's gotten messy in the conversations. Right. Well, let's just send him something. It doesn't have to be accurate. What do you have in mind? Something as in what? 
give them a location, a direction, a job that we're trying to do. That should be enough, because they want to try to find us. And then we can go watch that location. Not necessarily being there. Pick a deserted planet. Pick a, direct, uh, pick a spot on that planet. We can hang out in orbit, shielded, and just watch. See who shows up. Well, it wouldn't just be Trigger's men. It's also people who are mm, wanting us for their own ends because they see someone else interested. That's the beauty of it. It's This is not a small, fine net where we catch the first person that goes. By being so far away and watching from the distance that we would be, we would be safe, but we'd be able to observe the parade of people that come by and say, Ah, darn it! It was wrong! Or whatever it is. This is definitely a possibility. Strong one to consider. It's a good idea. Uninhabited planet? So in case somebody's like, Oh, I don't know, I'm gonna just point a giant laser in their direction and just kill them all. Well, we can watch them hit an uninhabited planet and be like, all right, so now we know what they're trying to do. Plus bonus points, they think we're dead again. That's true. Though some people tend to throw rather catastrophic fits when they don't get what they want. I'm assuming they're not going to get what they want and they're going to be unhappy. At which point they will do something silly, something more extreme, a more specific bounty, and then we will learn more. By explicitly giving them something that is not what they're asking for, we are learning a lot of things about them. Most specifically, what they want that information for. It's a good for. plan. You know, wave the cape in front of the bull. But we're standing out of the way. Does anyone have any objections to this? Would we be able to see accurately who it is? Not just, like, what the ship looks like or the docking number, as those can be changed. We would almost need to see the people themselves. I'm hoping that we can find some type of very inhospitable planet that requires exosuits and a landing party and actually physically going out to a location. Maybe the location of a fake vault. Well, I may have a perfect location for this. No, the vault doesn't even have to be fake. We could just tell them that we're going to X vault that does exist and there is knowledge of it. And just go there and see who shows up. Well, you may actually be able to do this with where we're going. Well, it is, it is a safe house. I would rather go to a different system to do this than the safe house system. Just, you know, keep it safe. But maybe if there's, like, a good planet to do it in the system that you're talking about, then sure, why not? There's not a lot in this system, and there's a lot of debris, so it's easy to stealth around unnoticed. Hence why it's a hiding place I've kept for a long time. And only ever shared with one other person and they're not here anymore so no one else knows of it sure enough I don't want anybody else knowing about it but yeah if you're offering sure she did specify that the only other person who knew is dead yes and I don't want it to be more than her that knows yeah remember Farida is not a prying character she doesn't like oh you you're doing things I'm like okay you keep your secrets I'm fine with that I have my secrets, you keep your secrets. It's, it will be good. It's fine. Yeah. Just because they're not spelling it out doesn't necessarily mean it's a secret, but that's a fair point. So, perhaps we deal with our unexpected visitor first, and then continue on to the safe house and decide how we're going to set up our 
Not quite a trap, but information gathering exercise from there. Yeah. How we set up the bait. There's no real trap to go with it. We just want to look and see what grabs it. Yes, you're going to do well out here. Spectre's got that appreciative look. You can't make it in the industry if you don't uh, don't try to use a few tricks. Can't make it most places if you don't learn a few tricks. She just like taps the table and so you see her fingers are starting to glow a little bit with the green energy and then it goes away. <laughs> Ferda smiles and the, the, the blue pipes on her cheeks glow a little tiny bit. Oh, well, you know, useful. Thank you for joining us and stay tuned next time to find out what happens on board the Opal Star. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Aboard the Opal Star is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is DM'd and produced by me, Brianna Toiber. I'm Casey, and I'm playing Anima the Ashen Forged. Victor, I'm playing Farida the Prometheus. My name's Alexis, and I am playing Mylena Sorrell the Eldori. With music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. Draw near and listen to tales of heroes and villains. That was the last Yonov saw of Ortoval as a blur of movement pulled Yonov's attention back to the left. Yonov ducked a sword slash aimed at his head. The blow missed so narrowly that he felt the blade clip the top of his helm. Of friendship and laughter. She eats like a pig, Rianok said. Mela froze. Sarkeesian slapped the back of the halfling's head with an open hand. A rare smile split Colfin's brown beard, a low chuckle following. Of sorrow and loss. There was no reply. Erwin stood, leaned over Byford's motionless form, gently listening for breath. Get your weekly espresso shot of fantasy on iTunes, Spotify, and many other places where podcasts can be found. Come join the adventure and listen to... Tales from the Dungeon.